0: What's up, everybody? It's me, Bree, and welcome back to another episode of Solo Mom it I really, really hope you can hear me um, tonight. Is a late night. I am still under the weather, and <laughs> I had a glass of wine, but <laughs> whatever. It is what it is. So. Welcome back to another episode of Solo Mom and it where we discuss parenting issues, single parenting, and your dating status, solo or co-parenting issues as far as are you in a relationship, are you parenting alone? Uh, we talk about all of those things, and we just kind of try to figure out this road as we go along, um, as I am figuring out this journey on my own. So it's another Tuesday and I did my Monday motivation, and today is just a regular schmegula episode. And although I am still feeling under the weather, something um, happened that I kind of wanted to talk about. I really wanted to talk about um, unsolicited advice, and a part of the unsolicited advice really being mindful that a lot of times. As single parents in your dating status and solo or co parents, and like however you are parenting, a lot of people try to, um, who are not in your situation, try to project things onto you. I hope that it's clear that they're trying to project their feelings onto you and they want to tell you what they think about you, they want to um, put things out there to where you feel inadequate or you feel less there and I'm and I'm really really trying to be careful of how I say this because some people will say well I give unsolicited advice but that's not where I'm coming from and you know me I'm just gonna shoot it straight I'm just gonna tell the truth I'm gonna tell my truth because that's all I can do And so, yeah, that's really what I want to talk about tonight. So as far as (laughs) unsolicited advice, I recently had my um, authors showcase kind of writing event where it really was just a collection of my work, um, like short stories, poetry, things like that. And it was kind of. Uh, created it was turned into a theatrical kind of performance and it was hosted by a um, young lady who has a master's in um, directing and um, theatrical arts like I don't know like her all of her full credentials but I know that she did an amazing job kind of putting together what she saw as a full performance of my work and I participated in it and it was a really, really, really great experience, nonetheless. So um, as we were performing and after, um, there was a lot of pieces that expressed vulnerability. It was very transparent. A lot of the pieces had to do with you know, like what the thoughts in your mind, right? And so somebody watched the performance and there was a lot of questions at the end, well, not a lot, a lot, but there were questions at the end where women were like, well, I feel like a lot of your work surrounds around male and female relationships and I really had to express that a lot of the pieces were internal pieces, literally about what someone thinks in their own mind. And I kind of expressed like as a woman who is a solo parent and um, it took me a while to become transparent because I was ashamed of myself and I was very scared and I was very, um, I felt very unsafe in a lot of my predicaments because I felt people judge me as a lot of people really did judge me. And so I told this you know one older lady who said that she didn't like the fact that there was like a really high concentration of male to female dynamics and I explained to her that in two of the pieces if you actually took the men out of the scene and replaced it with a mirror it would have been just as powerful if not more powerful to, of the words that were expressed in Not to plug myself, but if you get a copy of my new book, Seven Short Breaths, um, which is only $8, you can buy it on Amazon, but anyways, the, the piece is called Giving. And in that piece, the young lady is basically talking about her desire to have love and need love and why she deserves it. And I was like, if you took the men, the man out of the scene and you just put a mirror in front of her face, she could be having that conversation with herself. If you put a man in the scene alone and he had that conversation out loud, he could be having the conversation with himself. So... I say all that to say that um, I was very vulnerable and open and someone decided to reach out to me and essentially told me that, oh, I congratulate you on doing this, um, but I would encourage you to seek therapy. And I was like, what? And then they further went on to say, you know, therapy is not a bad thing and um also you know you could also look for counseling for you and your son and it bothered me because it started to take me back to a place where i have already you know you know you have healing but sometimes you know you have these moments where people try to push you back to a place where you're like no i've already been there like have I healed from that? So you start to second guess and question yourself. But the reality of the situation is I know that I've gotten healed and I am still, it's healing is an ongoing process. It's an evolutionary process. So I'm still healing from some things in my past, but nonetheless, sorry, um, still <laughs> sneezing and having my little, uh, allergy fits, but nonetheless, um, I've had my time to go to counseling and counseling and therapy is not a bad thing. It is truly a great thing because a lot of times counselors and therapists help you process what you're feeling. They help you kind of break things down and put them into their proper box. And then they help you become better communicators. That was, that's what was really important to me was to become a better communicator, right? And so, in all of that, I saw this person give me a compliment and then challenge me in the same message. And it bothered me because it was like, they were like, Yeah, you're doing a great job. And you know, but you know, you could always use some help and you should really get some therapy because it sounds like you got a lot of problems. And I'm like from a reading, you know what I'm saying, like I I'm like, okay, I got true you gotta be careful. That's what I'm saying, like the unsolicited advice. You gotta be careful how you receive information from people because people will put and I you know, it sounds very, you know, you know dark like people will put curses on you but people can curse you with their words people can put things into the the atmosphere into the universe and subconsciously you pick it up and you're like is there something wrong with me is my son you know are my children exhibiting signs of brokenness you know am i showing signs of brokenness but the reality of the situation is i am creating a platform Creating a safe space for women who've been in my situation. And this is where I had to really look at the situation and see where the person may potentially be coming from. Like, is it coming from a place of truly understanding and empathy? Or is this coming from a place of not knowing and trying to project things onto me that may not be real in the first place? And so... Um, I looked at, you know, who the person was, and I'm not going to disclose who it was. Uh, I looked at what they did. I looked at what context could they have been coming from. And then I looked at, do they have children? Do they really know the journey that I've been on? And do they fully know me? And then when I dissected it, I said, this person can't possibly know me as well as they think they do. Because this person claimed that they know me so well, but this is where I said you could not possibly know me. They started out by saying, "This is a really great. I'm glad you found a new way to express yourself." One of the oldest pieces in the in the performance or in the new book is almost 15 years old. That's not new. (laughs) that's not new at all and then talking about like I'm glad that you found a way to you know speak in front of people well I've been speaking to people I've been talking to women I've been in that space where I am addressing things that women want to talk about that men want to talk about or that single parents and co-parents and solo parents I've been addressing those things I created a platform to talk about it and so i i'm really like dissecting the whole conversation well it wasn't really a conversation it was very one-sided i i dissected the message and i was just like okay so now what signs are you seeing from my son are you even around my son enough to see that and then you start to challenge my parenting skills Anybody who is a parent, especially people who try to be good parents, anybody who is a good parent, who is there, who is active, who is trying, actively trying day after day, anytime somebody challenges your parenting skills, oh, you you playing games now. Like, oh, you want to be funny. Like, that's what you want to do. So it was a lot of things that I had to unpack. And then I finally had to realize that, I'm not going to pick this up this doesn't sound like this is for me and so I simply responded that this is not for me this says more about you than it does about me because clearly you do not know who I am clearly you are disconnected from whatever you thought you received and I'm not willing to pick this up and I had to say that and I would encourage you all to say that too That whenever somebody tries to give you unsolicited advice, whenever somebody tries to come and tell you about yourself, take the time to don't don't go off. Don't snap. And, you know, you want to roll your neck and snap your fingers and you do you you get that feeling. Be calm. Remain calm. Talk to them and not even talk. Listen. And and I mean that don't talk because that's what I did not do I did not engage in a conversation I didn't talk I listened and they said more and they said more and they said more and I was like (laughs) so this is really about you because if it was about me or if it was about if someone was talking to you and it was really about you and you tell them I don't think this is for me The first thing they're going to do is say, oh, well, did I do something to offend you or did do I have the wrong impression Um, or did I get this all the way wrong? They're now going to ask questions to better understand the scenario. But when it's not about you and it's about the other person, they're going to you know project they're going to continue to project they're going to say you do have a problem i don't know what your problem is with me but i pray that you fix it or i'm gonna go to god and ask for your healing (laughs) you know and those are real things that this person said to me i you know i pray that you're healed from whatever issues you have with me i didn't reach out to her (laughs) i didn't reach out to them i didn't reach out and say I think you're this, I think you're that, I think you're a terrible person. I never said any of those things. I simply said, what you said to me says more about you and where you're at than it does about me. And that's for real. And it bothers me because single parents, when somebody's not in your situation, because this person is not a single parent, this person is not in a relationship, this person has never dealt with the things that I've dealt with. They've never had the horrific things that have happened to them that have happened to me, and I know and I know that. And if they have, they've kept it really under wraps. And I just look at it like you cannot project things onto me. And assume that I haven't gone through my own processes. You can't project things onto me and assume that I haven't tried to seek healing. And that's what it really, really, really got under my skin for a second. It real not right away, but it took some time because I kept thinking about it. And I was like, well, what if they were saying this? What if I think of it this way? Well, what if I was? And I was like, I, I, I don't. I didn't recognize that. Oh, I think this was coming from a place of love because I do think that many of the pieces were, you know, of the message were probably coming from a really, you know, intent place where, you know, the intent was to deliver it with grace and humility and caring and all those things. But it really missed the mark and totally landed on insensitive and disconnected and, um, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you become a better version of yourself because you are so broken. And that's what made me, it made me laugh after a while because I was like, this person wants to help heal me. That's cute. And you really don't know what I've done to go through my own healing process. So you trying to help heal me is humorous because that means you have no understanding of what I've done. To, to my work that I've already put in you have no understanding of how many years I've been writing you have no understanding of the platforms I've created how many times I've modified my website how many skills that I've picked up editing and you know podcasting and all these things that I picked up along the way you have no idea you're completely disconnected and I get back to that and really, you know, I, I use this story and I always use a story as a reference because I think it's a good place to start to give an example, you know, to give an example of where I've been what happens because these are real things that happen to us on a daily basis and this person had no idea of that this person had no idea of the number of men who've come up to me and given me unsolicited advice she has no idea of all the older women who've told me you know if you just humble yourself and you know beg for your child's father to come back he might show mercy and come back to you she has no idea of all the humiliating things that I i've had you know told said to me over the years and things that i had to truly heal from and so as a result you don't know that you want to offer quote-unquote advice that was not asked for and not even knowing like how that i think a better question was how have you healed how have you gotten to this better place how are you able to smile however how are you able to talk about these things how are you able to be comfortable to say to someone literally if you had asked me three years ago where my son's father was I would have straight lied to you and said oh he's back on the East Coast and you know we're still in great you know we have a great relationship and he's not here all the time but he's gonna come see us and no I would have straight lied to you and now the woman I am totally comfortable saying I am a solo parent and identifying as that totally comfortable talking to another woman and saying it is okay the situation that you're going through and I want to be there to help you even if I'm just here to listen. I had a girlfriend reach out to me recently and said, um, you know, I'm going through a difficult time and I just appreciate you for being a good friend and being in support. And that's the thing. Like, that's all I want to do. I don't give nobody. I don't give any unsolicited advice. It, I take that back. I do. I'm a terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. But my unsolicited advice, I usually say I preface it with these are just my opinions And I don't know, but I would encourage you to continue to um, fight for your children I would encourage you to continue to do the best you can and in any way that I can show you some support I will be there Any way you have questions or concerns about what you're going through I will be there my unsolicited advice typically is on the border of just offering help and telling you where I've fucking been and the reason why I say that is because when people don't know Where you've been and they've never been in your shoes or they've never been in your situation. When you give me unsolicited advice, you can put it someplace where the sun doesn't shine because I really don't want it and I don't need it. And it's really damaging when you do that. And if I was a different if I was a different breed, if I was the breed three years ago, that message would have really hurt me. But the breed that I am today was able to look at it, dissect it, and understand it for what it really is. It didn't have shit to do with me. It had everything to do with that other person feeling inadequate and wanting to project something onto me that had nothing to do with me in order for me to feel equally inadequate, in order for me to question, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my parenting skills? Uh, Am I still broken? Did I exhibit a sign of brokenness when I had a confident conversation with a room full of women? Did I have exhibit... A a lack of confidence when I sat straight up and I was speaking clearly and I was articulate. Did I show a lack of confidence when I wrote my second book and self-published in a year? Did I show a lack of confidence when I get on my podcast a few days a week and talk about things that are really going on in single and solo parenting situations? Do Do I do I lack confidence in those spaces? Because if so. Then give me some advice about some things that you've seen instead of leaving it some vague nothingness for me to dissect to understand what is it about me that you see that's broken. So that's why I, that really where I'm at, I'm like I am ranting, but i it bothered me because I know the other solo parents go through this. Don't you ever let anybody make you feel inadequate about who you are. Don't make any don't let anybody see you weak because we have our weak moments. When my son is sick, I don't have anybody to help take care of him. I'm sick, I don't get a day off. I don't get to sleep in and not get him up and get him ready for school to not hear him whine and complain. I don't get to especially now that we're going through this thing that we're going through with him waking up in the middle of the night. He's he had four accidents today y'all. My son is three years old. He had four accidents today, two at school and two with me. Do you think I had an opportunity to not <laughs> to not change his his underwear? you think I had an opportunity to not clean up poop out of a uh, out of his pants and wipe his butt? No. I didn't get a time out from that. That's my regular smegular life. So when somebody comes along and they try to project things on you that has nothing to do with you. All I can do is sit back and laugh and say, really, (laughs) really? It's just it's just hurtful. And I mean, as a parent and as a person, We deal with this all the time as women and you know, and it's that was a whole the event and it was a woman, but it was the whole event was about uplifting sister circles, you know, building each other up. And the first thing this person did was to take an opportunity to say, oh, I want to build you up by saying that you got some brokenness and that everybody could see it. Really? So anyways, that's what it is. Um you know, me not feeling well. It really it was the wrong time to receive it, but I at least wanted to talk about it to get it out there and say just you know, to be an encouragement that don't let anybody project things onto you and you know, I had to walk away from this person. I had to give them space and I had to give myself space. Um, To feel safe and feel comfortable because I don't feel safe around them and ironically enough me saying that your feelings have nothing to do with me made them feel unsafe around me and you know what's funny they are it's just exhibit signs of um, passive aggressiveness and um, a lack of an inability to take responsibility for their own actions you know immediately. Project it onto me to say, "Well, you make you make me feel this way, and I can't talk to you because you have a problem." And instead of saying, "I didn't know that my words would have hurt you," I didn't know that my words could have offended you. You know, owning your responsibility in it. You, they didn't. They immediately became a victim, and I was like, "I don't have time for your victim." (laughs) Like, I don't have time for your victim victimization of yourself like I didn't make myself a victim I made myself a victor and I said I don't none of this has anything to do with me and I'm not willing to accept it and should I feel in the future that my son does need counseling I probably will find somebody who is extremely qualified to assess my son instead of having someone who doesn't sound like they have my best interests at heart to give a half ass assessment without giving an explanation so you know that's dangerous like that's um, that's what i'm saying like be careful because people will have you out here thinking you crazy and in reality they're crazy (laughs) for real (laughs) i love because it's true people will have you out here like you know uh girl you got a problem just because you don't take all my shit you don't (laughs) you don't um, accept the fact that I don't love you the way you need to be loved (laughs) you should accept my garbage and you be like maybe I should (laughs) don't do that don't do it so anyways that was uh, my story for tonight and I hope you all received a message from this I know I'm kind of in and out from the speaker because I was sitting on the couch. I'm not I told I have not hooked up my equipment in like three days, y'all. Like I took my equipment off my computer and I was like F that mic <laughs> F that mic for right now. Like right now I just want to I just wanted to do it old school and record straight from my computer mic. So anyways, if you do not follow me on social media, check me out at A-B underscore rights all correct spelling W-R-I-T-E-S-A-L-L on Instagram or Brie Lately on Facebook B-R-E-L-A-T-E-L-Y my website www.singlemomstuff.blog Um, you can find both of my books on there or you can find both of my books on Amazon Liars Involved L-I-A-R-S Involved, correct spelling I-N-V-O y'all be having me spell stuff out and I'm not that great at spelling I-N-V-O-L-V-E-D Liars Involved on Amazon or my new book Seven Short Breaths the word seven S-E-V-E-N short, correct spelling breaths like you're breathing so, yeah, that's my plug for tonight, and I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. I appreciate you for listening, and, um, yeah, shoot me a message. I love hearing from you. All right, peace.